ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Mm, how's it been going? It's going, you know, work is going fine. My brother's coming up here to live permanently. Him and his family. So they'll be staying with us for a little bit. Congratulations. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's congratulations. Because I have a niece I, I haven't met. So this will be good. Oh, you're going to have a baby in the house? Yeah, so we have to like get a gate and like fix up everything. So she he's coming to uh let's see, he's coming today. Uh they're coming a month from that day. Because they have to get everything organized and move up. So it's pretty good. And I watched oh, no. Gods of Egypt. The old movie? <laughs> yes. Got the what is what's his name? Um, the guy who did the crow. What's his name? I, uh, I forget his name, but it's the you know the Jeffrey Wright horrible horrible movie Gods of Egypt. Why did you watch that? You lost the bet. No, I watched it in preparation of this episode. <laughs> did you? And it was it was on TV, so I just decided to watch it. And I'm like, oh, one of the actors must be in it. I'm like, this is not related. <laughs> oh, no, none of the actors are in it. I just decided to, it was on TV, and I was like, <laughs> I've never actually seen it. I've seen parts of it, and I've heard terrible things about it. So I'm like, let me watch it and see if it's really that bad. And you know what? It is. It's as advertised. <laughs> yeah, it's as bad as I people said it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman is in it. Which is a sad commentary on his life. Uh, well, you know, they can't all be winners. I'm sure every great actor <laughs> has like a couple of real turds in there. Well, I knew it was a bad sign when I saw Gerard Butler. It's like, oh man. Jerry Butler's not all his stuff is bad. People like that Gladiator. He's in Gladiator, right? No, he's not. Is he? All right, cool. Isn't he? No, if he's not the lead, <laughs> no. then no, then it's a different movie that I'm thinking of. No, that's that's Russell. Cr no, you're talking. You're thinking of uh, Three Hundred. Oh, maybe so. They're all the same yeah, movie, you but, see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, Gerard Butler has not been in the greatest of movies ever since Three Hundred. I didn't even like that movie. I don't like any of those <laughs> movies. To be fair, Sand and Sandals or whatever's going on there. <laughs> they all have abs in that movie. Fastbender was in it too. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. This was before X Men. Way before. The good thing that came out of 300 is at the Dragon Con parade, is all the 300 boys that walk the parade. Yeah. I'm like, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> We're very committed <laughs> to the craft, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Were they all real abs or were they painted on? Like They were real. I was like, what is happening over here? <laughs> but they all have, they, every every fandom has their marches, like military marches. Like uh, Battlestar Galactica had one. Star Wars always has one. 300 have. I forget who else have. Well, they don't all have leather pants, do they? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I get it. And nothing else. 
<laughs> yeah, Gods of Egypt. Who's that? Yeah, don't watch that. Um, I haven't seen any movies lately. Like, I have, nothing's been around that I've been like, oh, I'll see that. I saw so, uh, Summer of Soul, the documentary that won uh, Best Documentary. Rightfully, How is it? Love. It's amazing. Like any of those okay. documentaries, like nobody had seen it, any of that footage before Questlove found it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like hiding out in like a basement somewhere. Like the 1960 World Series was in Bing Crosby's basement for like 50 years before, and then he died and they were like, what's this? And it was a lost World Series. <laughs> oh my God. And that's what, all of that footage in the documentary was lost like that. Like somebody had it, but didn't realize it, I guess. It was just in the tins and Questlove turned it into a really awesome documentary. <laughs> Is it like the Sapruta film? Oh no, it's so much, <laughs> it's so much better than that. <laughs> like every okay. famous soul singer was at, it was like Woods, it was like Blackstock. Oh, okay. It was incredible to see. And everybody was so young. Like Stevie Wonder was so young and he was tearing ass on the drums. I was like, what is happening? You know, there's a conspiracy that he isn't actually blind. He's blind because Will Smith, the champion <laughs> that he is, left him on the stage during Wild Wild West at the, M uh, the Video Music Awards one year. So either he's really committed to the role of blind man. Okay. Or he was just sitting behind that piano, like, what's happening here? He, like, you could feel, I imagine he felt a lack of people. He's like, <laughs> like, you guys know I can't see, right? Feels like I got left on stage. <laughs> and he did. Everybody just walked off the stage and he's just sitting there. It was Hello, it was like, blind man over here. That was the craziest. But yeah, watch that documentary. It's on Hulu. It's really, really good. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Oh, and like Patty LaBelle. Like just everybody. Everybody was there. And it was really, really, it was something to see. Because like you get all the behind the scenes stuff and like news cameras were there and everything. That's cool. I'll watch it. Definitely watch it. Yep. The only uh, the only bridge I have is Katano's also black, and we were talking about Black Woodstock. Would he have gone to Black Woodstock? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. No. Took uh, my we watched. <laughs> uh, we watched season five, episode eighteen, "The Warrior," and this is Katano, Emotep's first prime, and he's preaching the good. Yeah. And he's pretty good for a sermon. This is almost, mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely going to be uh, bad and stuff like that. Because Teal and Bray Tech are there in their midst being like, who's this competition? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? <laughs> I want, so like, if they're going to be freed from the go old, so I put, like, I know, like, being free and all, but like, part uh could wouldn't they just be able to i know it's like rude because like then it, is it like kind of the same thing like they did it a few episodes ago and they were like oh we enslaved the unis because they 
were enslaving us. So tables are turned, bitch, you know? But like part of the Jaffa culture is that they are so long lived because of the, the gould in their belly. Do you think they would keep that part of the ritual of their existence there? And then once it's reached maturity, like eat it? Like that's what I would do. I'd be like, cook it up and eat it. See, I never I never understood why they ate why they resorted to cannibalism. Oh, that was the one thing they never explained. Yeah, that's the one thing they never explained. Like what what went from what went from okay, we have to like, you know, spread our influence to like, all right, let's eat each other. <laughs> We're gonna eat the babies. Yeah, seriously. Like because they was that a snow piercer and they know the babies taste the best, you know? <laughs> they know. I hate this. Ah, uh, the water weenie fell down. Like oh. I uh, this water guy to keep me from right. hitting my head on the van until we get the walls up and it fell over onto me. And that's the noise you're all hearing is my little fairy lights falling yeah. with it. It's a lot of work. No, but I never, underst- I never understood like why they ate each other. Mm. I think the Jaffa should eat them. That's not cannibalistic. The Jaffa. Yeah. So, like, once it reaches maturity, no, and they, they can have a ritual where they take out the symbiote and eat it, so that way they can still have, like, very long life, and that's it. Hmm. Is that why they do it? Okay. The Jaffa don't normally eat it, do they? The ghouls eat themselves. No. Yeah, they do. That's that's what I don't understand. Like, what made, What was the shift that was like, okay, now we're going to eat each other? Because like they never do that, they never did the Unis never did that, I don't think. The Unis never well the Unis, but they're just the the carriers, the Unis and the Jaffa. They just carry the symbiote. They're not like gold related or anything. So I'm saying yeah. if they break free from the bonds of whatever, uh then they're just gonna have like a regular like sixty years instead of a hundred or two hundred and sixty years or however great that is, you know. Yeah, he's like hundred and sixty or something. Uh, so I'm saying that they should, once they are, they throw off the shackles of oppression. They should keep the ritual of putting goulds in themselves for a long life going, and then instead of letting that gould take a host, just eat it. Well, that's what I think the whole thing was. It was like, okay, once we're free, what do we do? Because I think that was a whole dilemma in like a couple of seasons. Like, how do we solve oh, a couple the of seasons problem? from now? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm addressing it now because I don't remember them talking about it <laughs> in the future. <laughs> so back at the SGC, Braytech is really going to bat for this uh, Katano man, which is, I don't know, you're really putting a lot on the line there, buddy. You're kind of drinking the Kool Aid. A little Kool Aid goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Hammond agrees and sends food and weapons over to these new Jaffa rebellion. This already feels not a lot of weapons, though. Not a lot, no. <laughs> uh, and everyone in this group is from the Gould Gold's Gym clan because uh, it is just. <laughs> so many biceps just walking around and I'm like what's going on here it's like biceps and triceps and abs 
Uh, Sam is worried about <laughs> spies. He's like, she's like, what about spies and shit? And Freytag's like, there could never be. What do you mean, spies? She's like, you're spies. I look. <laughs> no, no, no. He says, I looked into his heart. Like, what the? <laughs> you're a spy. You know what I mean? Like, what about other spies? You're a spy. And you're like, yeah, but I'm different. I've been around a long time. I looked into his eyes. He speaks to you. Really? I mean, that's your litmus test. Somebody said, no, but that's his litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> I looked deep into his I looked into his eyes while he was chopping me to bits and throwing me in a forest. Right. He seems genuine. He seems so nice. <laughs> uh, they watch a bit of sparring. And uh, that's go. That's whatever. That I guess it was. Mm-hmm. It was all happening, and then they get the weapon and get gold martial arts. Katana's like, "What about that? You know, real weapons." Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, sorry, didn't realize that hey, uh, these guns weren't sorry." Good. F you guys. How's your rebellion going? He's like, "Let's have a guns off." and guns win oh my gosh they that guy if if i if they don't tell you later in the episode like what a betrayer that guy is it's pretty clear like right here that he's not jaffa because like no other jaffa has said anything like that or said anything about sam because sam takes like like, oh the female you're letting the female do it like Mm, not in Jaffa behavior, buddy. All the Jaffa women are warriors. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, oh, really? Um, I'm going through this again? I'm like, he showed his cards right then and there. They should have been sus of him from that point forward to be like, ooh, ooh you're the bad one. Well, I think Jack Jack was always sus of him. Well, yeah, they were always like, this guy's not on the level at all. It's all very convenient stuff that was going on. But guns, of course, win because like, is a dead shot like she's like and is an automatic weapon so she just a spray of bullets would have won and i love how they like to you know jack is like hey something's off about this because with, with the sparring when they're trying to kill each other and jack's like hey calm down and um Braytac is like you don't know our ways blah blah, blah. Oh. he's like all right might have fun killing each other i guess <laughs> guys want an army but you keep killing each other okay if Katana really wanted to like stick it to normal guns versus Zats, he could have at the end of that display that Sam put on, he could have been like, "But does guns make dead bodies disappear?" Because mine sure. does. <laughs> and then I think they did. I think they did away with that though. They did, but like, or they just don't mention it, or nobody takes the third. You know what? Nobody takes the third shot from that time forward. That's what I noticed. It's not that it's not still applicable. They just took uh, the shot away. So like, no, the most anybody ever does is two. No, yeah, no one does it. Otherwise they disappear, which is great from a forensic standpoint, you know, like to leave no evidence. I think it worked. So like, I don't know why people rib it so hard. I think that's terrific. They have a little meeting about doing a raid. Like Katana's like, we're going to raid somebody's ship or whatever. Was it Nerties? Nerties or whatever? No, no. 
yeah it was it was at first it was nerdy right and, and then you, then right? they tried doing lord you teal has a little buddy from the torture palace the guy that he converted to his side from when he was being tortured and yes. videotaped <laughs> for not personal reasons and mr z's uh <laughs> Mr. Z's torture palace. Mr. Mr. Z's hostile palace. Yeah, welcome to the dungeon. <laughs> this is definitely not streaming live. Right? They do the raid the next day, and Jack thinks this is coming off a bit culty, even though he doesn't say cult. He's like, this is a little culty, right? Yeah, he's like, this guy's believing his own hype. He's like, how long before only he can have sex with the women? Like, how long? before that part of the cult <laughs> right <laughs> the defending jaffa just straight up roll over when they get to that when they get to uh near t's uh ship and i'm like they they really just gave up like that like no problem they came over and they were like i'm the messiah and they were like oh weapons down yeah seriously oh geez well you put it that way you know yeah, Jack, uh, Tilk is sold by this, by the way. Tilk is still like. Tilk has the Kool Aid in his veins, right? He re- like hope springs eternal for Tilk. Like, he wants to believe in the goodness so bad that, Seriously. like, even when it's obvious that, like, that was a setup, he's like, nope, I believe in miracles, and this guy's the miracles. Like, nope. He's like, do you believe now, O'Neill? And O'Neill's like, uh, no. No, no. As a matter of fact, I do not. <laughs> this is bunk all of it. As a matter of fact, Teal, this is a dumb tactic. Jack is, so Jack is not sold. He thinks uh, Katano is lucky he didn't get everyone killed. Nobody was going to get killed because it was a setup. Nobody rolls over like that. I've seen like groups of three Jaffa defending a Stargate try to wipe out SG-1 and they will not quit until they are dead. They never, at no time do they put those weapons down and be like, seriously, oh, just you go because I don't want to get killed here. Yeah, even Tilk says it when he was first prime. He's like, the option of giving up is not, you know, you die if you give up. Yeah, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, why'd you, even the ghouls are like, why'd you retreat? Should have fought to the death. Like, the hell? Yeah. You got a billion other Jaffa you could choose from? Oh, smack talk, you go in a Zippy's dungeon. Goodbye. <laughs> Zippy. Katana speaks about a mutiny on a mother. And Jack is more suspicious. He's like getting more and more suspicious, but he's he's so culty. Like, it's has nobody ever seen a cult in action besides Jack? Like, Jack's like the only one. He's like, you don't watch Forensic Files, nothing. Like, <laughs> uh, David Correction, Heaven's Gate. You don't remember it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody knows about cults until that time. And uh, Katana straight up puts a bomb vest on a guy. This is now we're in a post 9-11 world. So like, wow, everyone. Wow. And gives him and gives him the blessing, like, you are my trusted warrior. And it's like, yeah. Wow. What in the 77 virgins is going on here? Because <laughs> Jack's freaking out. He's he's like, that's it. If Jack said that line, I think I would just stop the episode and just dead of laughter. <laughs> I don't think the what in the phrase was popular yet. That's like what's popular now. But if it was, <laughs> definitely would have said it. Yeah, I think I think their promise was like going to Kemp. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He, they were like, 
yeah, when you die, you get to go to special dead Jafar heaven. And they don't have, it's like, the, the club's never yeah. full for Jafar heaven. Right? Teal'c is joining this cult. This is how it happens, though. Like, smart people, every like doctors, lawyers, and stuff like that, they all join. They don't all join, but like, in cult membership, there have been like really intelligent people join these cults. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? And why? And what? So Teal'c's about to join this cult. Because Teal'c has so much hope that they want, he wants to be free that he'll just take anything at this point. It's just so crazy. Uh, and they're going to take on you, uh, System Lord, you. They always mess with you. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because maybe he's like the most relaxed. They always mess with him. He's like the most chill of all the System Lords who's like just out there. The more reasonable? His, like ruling his roost, being like, I love my roost. I love what's going on here. Everybody's producing. We I like are... my people. You know, I treat I treat my servants well. And everybody keeps messing with me. I don't know why. Because yeah, he's not a. They. I guess that doesn't seem as threatening as somebody who's out there like running experiments, starting torture chambers, or invading planets like a puppet. He's like, hey man, there's ways to get things done and still be in charge of stuff. You don't have to be a dickhead. And bro, like bro, I'm chill. Leave me alone. Uh. Jack struggles to get the cult leader to admit he's a cult leader. So now Jack's like, why don't you just admit you're a cult leader? I'm like, cult leaders don't admit it, Jack. Uh, cut to you capturing Teal. And he's gonna, he's gonna spill some piping hot tea for Teal. Which is, see, like, you don't have to, you don't have to be like, also, I'm gonna torture you and videotape it for later pleasure. You could just be like, hey, I'm a system lord, but I'm going to do you a solid here. And you could just leave me alone for a while. That'd be good stuff. And they should just leave you alone for a while. Just like, leave him alone. The more reasonable one. He's like, Tilk, I know you're a man of principle. So I'm going to leave you alive just to tell you this. <laughs> Tano's a dick. Right, like whatever's going on there, obviously it's causing like, not a problem for you, but like a problem for you. He's like... All of everything myself, I guess. Just an just an annoyance. Once again, because he must know that that leader is not a Jaffa, that he's a ghoul, and actually Emotep. Like he probably knows that, because he's like, yeah, not a very famous ghoul. Like he's like an everyday kind of carpenter ghoul. That like, oh, Emotep. Yeah, Emotep. So like, and you're probably aware of that. He's like that that ass crap. You mean, Are you kidding? <laughs> you mean you mean Emotep is not like Emotep and the mummy? <laughs> you know, he wishes. <laughs> That's what he's going for, but it's not going to happen because he's like, I'm just going to send Teal back. That guy gets yeah, real yeah. mad when he's been lied to, and I know that. So uh, I'll just yeah, him and, and let because you must have been like before. this this like this ass clown is bothering me. Yeah, he's like, if I send Teal back with the truth of what's going on over there, that will have my problem all by itself. Teal will get his little Tari friends together, and they'll they'll just overthrow that guy, and then I won't have a problem, and that'll be good stuff. Overthrow his home improvement, his home improvement act. You know, I'm like, okay. So SG-1 attempts to go home. Like, this is the slowest dialing they've ever done. They're like, one Mississippi. Two Mississippi. Two Mississippi. 
six, six and a half, six and three quarters. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, and then Tail comes through the st- running through the Stargate. He's like, liar! <laughs> he just runs. How is he running after all that torture? Uh, after Zippy's dunger, dungeon, I think uh, he, he, his arms is built for a while, you know? He's like, ah, this isn't as torturous as it could have been. So, I'll just run. This ain't that bad. I love you. I think, what a great character. Because he's so mellow. He's so mellow and reasonable. You can talk to you. Everybody else has, like, an ego the size of, like, the Stargate. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure his ego is quite large and, and whatever, but, like, you know, you get more bees with honey, as it were, or flies with honey, or whatever it is. Whatever that term is. Yeah, you catch more flies with honey. But everybody else be, like, scratchy-ass flypaper. It's terrible. So, like, much easier yeah. to work with that guy. I'm gonna uh, kill you. No, not really. Teal uh, challenges Katano to combat to the to the death combat, and it yeah. turns out that Katano is Emotep in disguise, and Teal kills him. Can we talk about how lame that fight choreography was? <laughs> <laughs> Can we? It was like I think they were trying to do like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, like that. Uh, they were they were doing called. something it was like some lame ass capoeira yeah it was that. capoeira but like not not like fully formed it was just bad they were just doing rock yeah. no I was saying I've seen better fight choreography on season one of Iron Fist season one of oh, Iron Fist was that is damning oh my god <laughs> oh dear now that is a disc. <laughs> so I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh no. <laughs> oh god. I'm like, what in the Street Fighter the live action movie is this? <laughs> like seriously. Uh so Tilk kills him and then rallies the troops uh to flee the planet from use attack. And that works out. Two stars at the end. I was like, wow. Uh okay, great. There it is. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> And then Braytac tells him, like, hey, you know, this is going to be another time. He's like, I can't believe I trusted that guy. I can't believe he trusted that guy based on Braytac's recommendation. No, he just trusted him. Yeah, because Braytac's like, I can see. What is it? Oh, I can see through his heart. Yeah. Terrific. What an endorsement. Uh, yeah, so I gave that. I, I think the last line of that, that, that episode should have been, like, turning to Bray Tacker going, did you see this one coming? Be like, real deep heart, huh? Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I must join the cult. No, he was in the cult because he was going to, he was yeah. in the cult because he was like, I want you to be my first prime. Okay. Okay. Did you not, <laughs> isn't that what you were running from? Yeah, I, get, I gave this one two stars. Yeah, I gave it two stars as well. It was like, so filler it wasn't better than last mm-hmm. week's episode it just wasn't <laughs> no it was i think it was a little bit because you know you saw gray tack you saw tilk and this is more like a tilk centered kind of tilk mm-hmm. like had his belief shattered over <laughs> nah. but that's okay and he, he found out that lord you was okay because he you know he didn't get he, after he got stabbed he's all right 
All right. He still attacked that planet and tried to wipe everyone out, but. Oh, he's still a ghoul. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's still a ghoul. He is still a ghoul. So the promo for next week is there's a replicator person. Yikes. Where'd they find a replicator person or whatever robot? I remember this one. I remember this one. This one kind of, I mean, this one to me was kind of controversial because it's like, all right, maybe. Uh, I can't wait. It is. Is it it about like the feelings of robots or whatever? Robots, they've got feelings too. They don't. It's all programming. No, because uh, I explain data then. Data is programmed for those things. Um, because it's not until like the third generation movie or whatever that they make where they give him like a, a feelings chip. So like his skin has electrical impulse sensations and stuff like that. Otherwise he's like. No, the board did that. The board did that thing. Because they oh, did, did that they? in first contact. Right. Yeah, the, uh, the, I think it was a board queen that did it. She grafted skin on him and she's like, here, feel this. And he's like, he pretty much has like an orgasm. And he's like, oh my God, this is what it feels like. I'm a horny. That's fine. Horny data <laughs> is just fine. Uh, but we'll get into it next week about this replicator person who looks to be too young to be horny all the time robot uh, <laughs> and you got anything you want to plug uh, no if you want to come see Last God Standing uh, live at Beltane at the Huntington Unitarian Church on May 7th uh, link is in the description below uh, there's a Unitarian this- Church in Huntington yeah Oh, like uh, okay. really cute. We've had it there. We hadn't had it in the last two years, obviously, disease. But prior to that, it was there every year from like six years. And then before that, it was in a different park and whatever. But it was like the 29th annual uh, Beltane Festival. So come on down to that. You can find this podcast at ZPM Stargate everywhere at uh, Gmail and Twitter and that kind of Instagram. We're at zpmstargate.podbean.com is where the show is hosted. And leave us a five-star review in your podcast app. And then that would be very delicious for you to do. Do it. Do it now. Uh, Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.